Welcome to the cockpit. My name's Ryan and I'll be your pilot tonight. I am oh so excited to talk to you guys. Just a few more weeks, days, weeks, multiple days, two weeks, I think. Uh, three weeks until the draft. Very, very excited. We're going to talk about what is your perfect first round. That is going to be the, the topic of discussion for tonight. Call-ins are going to start at 8.15. You get three minutes to plead your case, and then you get the old... Come on. There it is. You're out of here! <laughs> There's the chicken. Uh, so, you get to plead your case. Very excited. The Salty Teacher! The Salty Teacher, thank you so much for becoming a member of the Jets Talk 24-7 family, brother. Let's see if I can throw that on screen. Bam! Much appreciated, brother. Uh, guys, in the chat, make sure you drop some J-E-T-S for our newest member. Show them some of the emojis you guys got at your disposal. I change those throughout the year. It's a lot of fun. For the Patriots week, I think we had an F-U-C-K Pats <laughs> were the emojis. So if you like that sort of stuff, you want to support the channel, by all means, uh, drop in there. Guys, one of our very close buddies of the channel, Gitmo Bob, was going through a little bit of a rough time uh, last week. He is healing up, and we have a little card down below in the description. If you guys would like to sign it, uh, we're going to show that during tomorrow's stream as well, and then Wednesday is when we'll, we'll send it out to him. So Gitmo, if you're watching, you got to be surprised. <laughs> Come on, Hopefully you don't know. Um, and if you are watching, hope you're doing better, brother, because uh, we, we care about you over here. Um, all right. So hit that like button on the way in. We got Slugo, Matt Curtis, Gary B, Anzi, Zachary, Landon, Wild Wave, Jets Forever, Joseph, two Josephs, Joseph Del Polito, Joseph Purdy, King Co., Big Green, B2B, Rockaway Archie, what's up, brother? Patrick Zanelli. Dude, Lucas, Dan, Harlan, Shushu, Matthias, Ryan, Ezra, T-Money, there's Charles. What's up, dude? All right. So good to have you guys here. So let's talk a little bit about what we want our perfect first round to be. Because there's a lot of things that could go on. It could be a trade. I never said it has to be just two first-round picks. I didn't say the picks had to be at number four and number 10. You know, I don't want to get anything too crazy. I don't want you to say, like, hey, I wish we had 32 first-round picks because then we're, you know, I'll just eject you right there. Um, but I did put a little poll question in the chat if you guys are so inclined to, to vote for it. Uh, I asked, what position would you want us to target at number four? It seems pretty unanimous, and we're only not even 100 votes in. Uh, and it's 86% edge. <laughs> so I'm going to end that poll right there. And we're going to start a different poll. And I want to see who you guys want at number 10. We're going to say we took our edge rusher at four. And then I'll kind of, th this is how we'll do it. We'll, but depending on what positions you guys want is how I'll determine what my perfect, well, how I would kind of mock it, I guess. Uh, and then at the end before we go to that 815 mark to go to the phone calls i will give you my perfect first round as to what i hope happens uh so what position do you want to target at number 10 
Uh, let's see. We already took our edge. So we're going to say cornerback. We're going to say wide receiver. What are our options we got? I guess we go offensive line. Um, can I only have four? I think I can only have four. Let's say... Uh, we say safety? No. Let's say, let's go linebacker. Throw that in there. Why not? Landon! Landon just became a member of the Jets Talk 24-7 family, brother. Thank you. You are awesome. Becomes a member of the Frequent Flyer tier. Guys, for every month that you are a member of the channel, you get a free super chat as well. Our buddy Mutt Viles drops in with a $2 super chat, says, Ryan, no jersey tonight, LOL. Yeah, I actually just threw the jersey over there. I was cold. <laughs> I was feeling a little chilly. I got a little black hoodie action. I was looking for my Jets hoodie. I don't know where I wore it last. Not, I mean, I guess I have jackets, but I have one Jets hoodie that I really like, and I must have left it with my snowboarding gear, I guess. So, sorry. <laughs> I see it. Uh, B2B goes, Mangold jersey is in the wash. Uh I should probably wash that thing more than I actually do. It winds up sitting on this chair most of the time, which is, I guess, kind of gross. But if you're only wearing it, you know, while you're making a video, maybe it's not so bad. Uh, whatever. But yeah, that's where the, the jersey is right now. Hopefully, I'm thinking about getting a new jersey. I have, uh, I kind of want to get a Berrios jersey. I really, really love that he took a contract that was less than he could have gotten elsewhere just to stay with our guys. I feel like that's the change in culture there and he may not be long for the new york jets it may wind up being a you know a, a two-year deal and that's it maybe he's gone but i i would like to believe this is the start of something special for the new york jets where we don't have to pay the the jet tax so that's that's kind of where i'm i'm going with that uh let's see Ooh, so you guys have wide receiver as a heavy favorite 69 percent at number 10 so interesting. I'm curious to see where you guys wind up going with this. You know what I'll do? Next question. We're going to say, let's go what positions do you want in the second round? Because they're so close, it's tough to really say one or the other. So we'll say what positions. It would be nice if I could spell correctly. Pose. Oh, there's an eye in that. There's two eyes. We're going to say safety. We'll say linebacker. Let's throw. I guess it's going to be kind of similar to the last one. We'll go cornerback. And let's say. I guess I'll just keep throwing O line in there. I feel like a lot of people like offensive line. Let's see. Charles Gorman drops in the Super Chat. Thank you, brother. Charles was on with us uh, and Richie. I'm sure a few of you guys were. I was on Richie's channel earlier today, so if you want to check out all the, the draft stuff that Richie and I were talking about, head over to his channel. He's actually got Jake Asman coming on tomorrow and Matt going on on Wednesday. So very, very cool stuff going over there. Charles Gorman says, can't wait for the draft, baby. Dude, I'm like pulling my hair out. I'm like exhausted emotionally about, about what could possibly happen for the draft. Like we're talking trade scenarios. I get the feeling we're not trading for a wide receiver. I would, I would be very surprised if we traded for one. I think the value right now in receiver 
is taking one in the first round. I don't want to do it in the top 10. I would prefer to trade back up into the first to get our wide receiver of choice and, um, you know, get that five-year contract. I think it's important. I think the good teams right now, like Green Bay, like uh, Kansas City, they see the value in having a wide receiver. Rel I don't want to say relatively cheap, but they didn't want to pay $30 million a year. I guess the Packers offered the contract and Adams just wanted to go play in Vegas, but I think the value is in having the cheaper wide receiver. Now that you're getting up to like quarterback money, $30 million a year for a wide receiver is absolutely insane. Um, so if you have a guy on a five-year contract and then franchise tag him for a year, I kind of like, uh, kind of like that route. Lots of different ways we can go. Let's see. Richard Delgado drops in. Thank you, Dick says the best first round would be if the Browns trade up to number one and draft a linebacker, then blackmail the Seahawks to give, uh, to give them all their picks. I'm not exactly sure what that means, but, uh, thanks Dick. <laughs> uh, let's see. John drops in the super chat. John says, talk to me about Trayvon Walker as a number four pick and Garrett Wilson at number 10. I wouldn't hate this at all. Uh, so there's a few different a few different ways I can rationalize. Um, actually, I shouldn't even have to rationalize edge at four and receiver at 10. That's like kind of where a lot of people want to go. But Trayvon Walker at number four, it seems to be a hot button issue for a lot of people. Like they kind of see Kayvon Thibodeau and Hutchinson as like the only two guys worthy of like a really, you know, top four pick. And Walker's kind of entered the conversation and may wind up going ahead of Thibodeau and Hutchinson. It wouldn't shock me if he was the first guy taken. And I know myself and Joe Blewett both really like Walker. And Greenbean and Matt have given me hell. <laughs> I said, don't be surprised if he's the number four pick. And I got a whole lot of crap from them. So I kind of, in a weird roundabout way, hope that's the pick so that way I could be like, aha, I told you. I got to pull up the clip from it. Um, whoa, switching it up. I don't have my beer. Don't have my beer with me tonight. It's because I'm working on my bathroom. I got to use power tools <laughs> and power tools and drinking don't work. I'm legitimately like after this stream, still working on this friggin' bathroom. Not a fan. Very frustrated. Um, but let's talk about Trayvon Walker. So Trayvon Walker at number four, the rationale here is he's got positional flexibility, almost like John Franklin Myers and John Franklin Myers contract. If you wanted to get out of it, you could get out of it after this year. He's, he doesn't have a whole lot of guaranteed money. The signing bonus wasn't very big. So it wasn't a very big dead cap hit. Now, ideally I want to hold on to him for the long term. Like I would love to have him see the duration of this contract, make his money. No problem whatsoever. Um, but I do think the value in Trayvon Walker is his ability to play defensive tackle and defensive end. So you could flip John Franklin Myers and, Trayvon Walker consistently creating a bunch of different packages based on, you know, where you think some certain, like certain strengths of those players are and, and how the, the game has kind of been going. Like it, like maybe Walker is having a tough time against whatever right tackle he's going against. You flip John Franklin Myers out there. Maybe he's playing a little bit better. Um, we'll see, but that's, I, that's where you kind of value Walker, his family. I believe his dad was in the military. So he's kind of a you sort of imply discipline being instilled with that. Now, I don't know Trayvon Walker. I would say from a interview perspective, that's probably one of the, I haven't watched as much on him as I have on Jermaine Johnson, as uh, Hutchinson and, and, and Thibodeau and those kind of guys. Um, but I do like Walker a lot. Garrett Wilson at number 10. I personally don't want to go receiver at 10, uh, but I do understand you wanting to go that route. And Garrett Wilson looks like the best receiver 
without health concerns. I, I think the best receiver is Jamison Williams. That's the only player I would take at number 10, and I'm a little concerned because of the the injury. Like, do we do we pull the, the, the trigger on, on someone who just tore his ACL? It feels like almost a, a Jetsy kind of thing to do, but I think the talent is there. The guy is so incredible. I wouldn't have a problem at all if we took any, any receiver really at 10. I, I don't want to say... You know, look, I'm not a scout. I have guys who I think are my favorites and, and guys who I want to go there. But Garrett Wilson would be one of them. I would say Jamison Williams and Garrett Wilson are probably the top two for me. Uh, Drake London has dropped off my board right now. I mean, barring something crazy happening at his pro day, but he pushed his pro day back. And a lot of the speculation is about that ankle. Maybe he's not 100% ready, but it was only like two, three weeks back. You don't have a lot of time to see him before the draft. That's also a concern. So... What do you do? Greenbean and I are kind of on receiver in the second round. And my thought process, regardless of ranking, guys that I would take with the 35th pick or take with the 38th pick or even trade back up into the end of the first round, uh, Garrett Wilson, Jamison Williams, Traylon Burks, Chris Olave, um, Jahan Doxson, Christian Watson, Alec Pierce... <laughs> George Pickens, like the list goes on and on. Like there's a lot of really good receivers in this draft. I would say there's probably eight to 10 receivers deep that I really like. And I don't see that many going in the first round. You're saying a third of the picks are going to be wide receivers? Not not you, John, but I'm just saying uh, you would have to have a third of the picks in front of us be wide receiver for that to really like affect me too, too majorly. Uh, when Richie and I did our mock draft on his channel just, you know, two hours ago or three hours ago, we wound up having uh, George Pickens fall to us at pick 38 is where we wound up going with him. Um, so who knows? Who knows? I like a lot of the receivers in this class. I don't have to take one at 10, but if I did, I like Garrett Wilson. So if, John, if we came away with Walker and Wilson, yes, I would be very happy. That would be an A-plus draft for me, 100%. Uh, thought I was hiding that. That didn't, that didn't work. Let's try that again. Bam. All right, so let's see. We are at our point in the show where we go to the phone calls. But let's see. Okay, so you guys had us going edge rusher at 4, wide receiver at 10, linebacker at 35, and then safety at 38. So if I'm picking based on that, uh, you know, sequence of events, I would say I want the edge rusher at 4 to be either Walker or Johnson. Um, I'd be fine with, you know, Thibodeau if they go that route. I'd be fine with Hutch if he winds up falling. I'm not too upset either way with those. I like a lot of the players. Receiver, I've kind of said the same thing. You know, Jamison Williams is, would be the guy I would want at 10. Garrett Wilson, I'm fine with. And those are probably the only two. Uh, in terms of linebacker, I would love if N'Kobe Dean somehow fell to the second round. Like maybe there's, you know, his height or something, or maybe just, maybe linebacker's not as valued. I, I don't buy it. I don't think he's making it out of the first round, but man, I would love if he was there. Christian Harris is another one to watch out for. Chad Muma is another linebacker to look at, guys that were on our senior bowl team. So there's there's a lot of value in linebacker in the second round for sure. Safety, I think, safety and linebacker are the two really interesting spots in the second round, especially if you go wide receiver. Like if you're looking purely on need, edge, wide receiver, safety, linebacker makes a ton of sense. Safety, I like Petrie, I like Brisker, I like Seen, uh, Hill, Hall, Hill, Daxton Hill, Daxton Hill. 
Um, like all those guys. Would be very happy with any one of them. So I guess that's sort of where I would go. Now, my perfect first round. And this is where we're going to springboard this. So what is your perfect first round? That's the question we're asking tonight. It doesn't have to be that you're sitting at 4 and 10. It could be a trade down, and I want to hear your picks. It could be a trade up, and I want to hear your picks. At number 4, I would love to get, insert here, edge rusher. Whatever one we think is the best. That's the one. So if it's Thibodeau, if it's uh, Walker, if it's Johnson, love it. Yes, number 4. Number 10, would love, love, love if Sauce Gardner fell. If people aren't afraid of Stingley's injury... He could be a dark horse for 10. He's someone I hadn't really wanted on our board, but he ran incredibly fast. And if he's healthy, I could understand the rationale. Um, I wouldn't hate... Honestly, if they if they wanted to pull the trigger on Kobe Dean at 10, I wouldn't hate that either. Uh, and then I would trade back up into the first round and get our receiver. I think there's a lot of value just in front of the two Chiefs picks and the Packers, somewhere in like that Titans sort of realm... Um, jump in front of them, get your receiver. Cause I, I think there's only going to be three receivers, maybe four that go off the board before that point, but you may wind up seeing two receivers go with the Packers and chiefs, depending on what the Packers do at 22, it could be a bigger threat to the jets at 35, uh, just to sit there. And now what would you give up? I'd give up, you know, you're probably looking at a second and your third or a second and a fourth and maybe a third next year or something. Depends how far back and which pick you want to give up uh, and how desperately a team would want to trade back. But edge rusher would love sauce at 10. <laughs> so, so let's go this. We'll say, I'll say Thibodeau at four. I'll say sauce at 10. I'll say Jamison Williams somehow falls to the tail end of the first or Traylon Burks, one of those two. And then Brisker, the safety from Penn State, as our second round pick that we didn't have to trade. Um, so we'll see. Uh, all right, let's jump over to the phone lines. You guys got three minutes to plead your case. What is your perfect first round? I want to hear all your thoughts. And then you'll also get the chicken. After three minutes. I have to remember to have the chicken on the Tuesday show tomorrow. <laughs> I've been slacking and keep forgetting to do it after the stream. So as we get to the end of the stream, you guys are going to have to uh, let me know. Call from Charles Gorman to have the chicken on to accept press one what's up brother welcome to the cockpit hey hey ryan it's me charles how are you buddy hey dude not too bad how is it hanging good good listen man i um while you and ryan well not you listen to me while you and richie were doing your mock draft yeah, i was yeah. doing my mock draft too on the pro football network website Ooh, okay How'd it go? And uh, in my first of my several mock drafts, I actually made a trade with the Giants for the fifth pick and the 35th pick. So instead of getting like one third-round pick, I got like three second-round picks. But let me tell you my first round first. Mm -hmm. My first round, I took Sauce. Yeah, I know, LOL, what a surprise. Ah, dude, I, I love Sauce. <laughs> you're, you're preaching to the choir here, brother. 
And then with the 10th overall pick, I said to myself, you know what? If the edge rusher the Jets like is not there, mm-hmm. then I'll take a wide receiver. And guess who I took? Traylon Burks. Ooh, I, okay, okay. So so what'd you go in the second round then? Second round, I took your boy, Nicobe Dean. Ooh, I love that. Then I took uh, Tyler Linderbaum. Ooh, yeah. I, Linderbaum wound up falling in Richie's mock draft, and I was shocked that he was there. Like, I wasn't even thinking that. I was like, oh, it's got to be a wide receiver. And then he flips back to the screen, and Linderbaum's there. I was like, oh, do that one. <laughs> and then I took James Cook. So James Cook. So you're not. So you're just going without the edge rusher at all then? You're saying sauce at four? No, I took an edge rusher just later in the draft. Okay, interesting. So, so maybe... Well, here's the, the thing. Uh, my dad is. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry about this. No, no, no. My, what no, you you were saying. Three minutes. Go for it. <laughs> uh, what I'm trying to say is, is that um, my dad's like this. He understands completely that the Jets need an edge rusher. Mm-hmm. But if the if let's say for shits and giggles, George Karloff has become the number one overall pick in the draft. I know that's highly unlikely, but hey, crazy shit has happened. Sure. So, and let's say George Karloff is was he there in the Senior Bowl? Karloftis? No, he was not. I don't think oh, so. Unless yeah. he was on the other team. I don't think he was, though. Okay. But if George Karloff is the guy the Jets love the most, but he's not there, mm-hmm. then you got to take Sauce, and then you got to take a wide receiver. Look, I think the Jets are trying desperately to trade for a wide receiver, but I really don't see the Titans trading A.J. Brown. Mm-hmm. I really don't see the 49ers trading, trading Debo. Mm-hmm. And I sure as hell... And I somewhat I somewhat see the Seahawks trading DK, but not really. But here's the thing, though. Mm-hmm. We need a corner. This is the reason why the Jets need sauce. I don't understand a lot of Jet fans want him. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, we need a great corner. And the last time we had a great corner was, you know who, Darrell Revis. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that, I so mean, Brian Cole's good. Michael Carter II is good. Mm-hmm. And uh, Brandon Eccles are good. And DJ Reed, I like him, but he has a bit of an injury bug history. And I think the same goes for Bryce Hall. Did Bryce Hall a bit? You're out of here! You've been ejected. So interesting stuff. No edge rusher early. Like, not in the, the top three rounds from our boy Charles. I don't hate his picks. I don't think Burks goes 10, though. I think he's going to wind up falling a bit. Like, I think he might go 22 to the Packers if they don't trade for DK Metcalf. Call from Joe. Joe, what's up, brother? Welcome to the cockpit. Hey, Ryan, how you doing? Not too bad, hanging in there. What would your perfect first round be? All right, here we go. You know, I've been doing this for a long time. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go with Garrett Wilson at number four. Ooh. I'm going to explain why. Okay. Then I'm going to go with George Kafaloftis at number 10. Okay. So here we go. I think Wilson's going to be taken prior to number 10. Okay. So... I think he's the best wide receiver in his draft. I've seen his pro day. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. His change of direction, his moves after the catch, and his speed after the catch, mm-hmm. I, I haven't seen a wide receiver do all that in a long time. And I figure that we still have a couple good pass rushes mm-hmm. at number 10, like uh, uh, Johnson and uh, Kafloftis, yeah, even yeah. Jordan Davis technically. Yeah, he's not an edge rusher, but a nose tackle. Sure, I mean, if you could slide JFM to the outside, if that like maybe they liked him on the edge and they want some more pressure up the middle, 
I could see an under, right. a situation where they want that. You know, listen, Chris Olave is mm-hmm. good. Um, who's another good receiver in the first round? Uh, you got Traylon Burks. Oh, Drake London. Drake London's another popular. Drake name. London reminds me of uh, what's his name? The dude we had a couple years ago. He Brandon the closest Marshall? thing I've seen. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yup. 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 He's a very similar. I think that kid's going to be probably a multiple Pro Bowler, whatever team he gets on. I think he's real good, but I love Wilson, man. I, I think like he's a stud. A I think he's a number one. I do. I think and he's he, good. He reminds me of Odell Beckham Jr. Yeah, very close. Mm-hmm. Maybe not as acrobatic, but close. I think he just some of the, the plays that you see him catch the ball, he's like contorting his body in weird ways. And you're right, the stop on a dime and just like going back the other way, it's, it's impressive. You know, some people will say, you know what, go with edge rusher number four. That's probably what the Jets are going to do. and Because we, we still could get somebody like you said, a Traylon Burks, a Drake uh, London at number 10. Yep. But you know what, if you could get that kind of Devontae Adams type of receiver like Garrett Wilson, you got to take him, bro. You can't wait because the Falcons might get him. So what's interesting about Devontae Adams, second-round pick, Debo Samuel, second-round pick, A.J. Brown, second-round pick. Mm. DK Metcalf, second round pick. Like, like this is what D, uh, Greenby and I have kind of been saying. Like, as much as it's super sexy to take the receiver early, Corey Davis was pick number five. Like, like you can get good receivers in the second round. Yeah, you, you know what the problem is? All the receivers though in the second round are small. Dotson. Mm-hmm. I would go with Briscoe number thirty-five and thirty-eight. I would go with McCreary, the cornerback. Oh, I wouldn't hate that. So let's see, you get your wide receiver at four. I, I think all of us can agree, based on, you know, asking the question, is or is this good for Wilson? Wide receiver is 100% yes. Then edge rusher, you know, help the defense out. Uh, safety, and then what was your other pick? Cornerback, McCreary. Yep. Yeah, no, look, I, I don't hate that at all. But, brother, thank you so much. You have been ejected from the cockpit. Boys and girls, you get three minutes to plead your case. Phone number's on the screen. I saw a comment in there. What would I? What would you think about a double dip at edge rusher at four and ten? I don't hate that. If you wanted to go Walker and then Johnson or Walker Karloftis or Thibodeau Walker, Thibodeau, you know, whatever, we don't know what Lawson's going to be. I expect him to be good. You look at his workout tapes, it seems like he's healthy. It's going to be interesting to see. I wouldn't hate the double dip at edge. It's not where I'd go, but the Jets have done it in the past. Sean Ellis, John Abraham. Jets had That was the last time Jets had a really good pass rush. So could I see them doing that? Yeah. Look, I, I think if you're not going receiver at 10, like I've been saying the whole time, I think there is a legitimate argument for selecting two premium guys and just hoping you get one of them right. Who we got on the phone? Call from Andrew. Andrew, what's up, brother? Welcome to the cockpit. Hey, Ryan, how's it going? Not too bad. I'm I hanging just, in there. I wanted to share my ideal first round with you. It was uh, Trayvon Walker at four. Okay. And Drake London at ten. Ooh. And uh, the thing, I, I understand a lot of people uh, don't want Walker because the sack numbers aren't there. Mm-hmm. But I felt like with Jets fans, we've done this before. We had great edge rushers and Brian Thomas 
and Calvin Pace, they maybe didn't get the sack numbers we all wanted. Sure. But at the end of the day, when they left, we sure missed them, and we wish they were still here with their run defense. And yeah. I think uh, Trayvon Walker is that type of player. Mm-hmm. And and as far as London goes, mm-hmm. um, he's he's just got great uh, ball skills. Mm-hmm. And people say he he lacks separation. Mm-hmm. But but um, when you watch him run a slant or something, he gets all the separation he needs. Um, even on <clears throat> on missed throws. <clears throat> yeah. And uh, throws that are high, low. So that's the and, thing uh, with him, he, right? Like, like it's okay not getting great separation when you have the contested catches and everything like that. There's a lot of people that'll probably say Denzel Mims had a great contested catch rate, but London just has a massive catch rate. And the way he kind of boxes out, he's also a basketball player. Mims, to my knowledge, mm-hmm. was not like a basketball player at Baylor. Um, but London, well, has London that... was actually a D1 basketball player. He could have oh, played. Yeah. He played at, at, USC, at USC. He? I thought he played he... at USC. Yeah. Yeah. So. I thought I saw some pictures of him in, in a USC. Basketball. And you know, so he he's new to uh, football full time compared mm-hmm. to a lot of these other guys too. And now, does the injury um, scare you at all potentially? So he had a broken ankle after week eight, and well, he had to push back uh-huh. his pro day a little bit. There's there's some speculation that maybe that had to do with his injury. Right. Well, you know, like Joe Blewett said it too. Like ankle. Mm-hmm. And football is like a, a normal, natural thing. It's not like he's um, going out there tweaking ACLs and, and all this soft tissue mm-hmm. stuff, I think. And, but what does concern me about London, it's along those lines with injuries. It's his style of play. He thinks he could lower his shoulder on everybody. And um, I don't know if that's going to go over good in the NFL mm-hmm. with the way these safeties and linebackers like to hit you. Yeah, for sure. Um, his physical style of play is going to have to learn how to you know, uh, maybe try to get out of bounds or, yeah, you know, go down. Uh, so it's kind of protected. You, you know, he's not going to be the biggest yak guy in the world, but he is a guy that I think it fits South Wilson's game so good because mm-hmm. we saw the, those touch passes to the outside mm-hmm. that Wilson had the very deep one, but the, the semi deep one, mm-hmm. he hit um, Keelan Cole in the, in the Titans game in the fourth quarter. Oh, yeah. That's, that's London's game. <laughs> You've been ejected. Interesting stuff. Trayvon Walker, Drake London, 4-10. and 10. I wanted to hear where he would go in the second round. It's curious. I said, what would your perfect first round be? But I do want to hear a little bit about the second round. Ooh, who we got? Who we got? Welcome huh? to the cockpit. What's up, Ryan? Hey, how's it hanging? Good man. This is uh, AZ Jet, originally from Putnam, New York, out Ooh. in Scottsdale, Arizona. Now, couldn't be happier. Only Very Jets cool. fan out here. Ah, uh, dude, I was out in Scottsdale with Becca like a month ago. It was great. Uh, glad you guys got some good weather. Yeah, well, <laughs> you guys get like eight inches of snow a year, and we got like five of them <laughs> in that little stretch while we were there. <laughs> so not not the best. But talk to me. What would your perfect first round be? Uh, obviously that edge, number mm-hmm. four, would love this KT, but mm-hmm. we'd be happy with a couple other guys, JJ. Sure. Uh, number 10, obviously Jamison Williams, Ooh. number one option, but I feel like we can trade that pick back. Mm-hmm. Who knows with the Saints? I, I feel like the Saints may be a little too far back at 16, but uh, mm-hmm. if we could trade a few spots back, still grab him. Mm-hmm. He's going to be a beast. 
Now, who do you think would be looking to come up and what would they be looking up to get? Because my thought is that the number 10 pick's not as valuable with the commanders getting Carson Wentz. And I don't know if maybe the, I think, what is it, the Vikings are sitting at pick 12 or 13, somewhere in that realm. So maybe they're looking at a quarterback. You really want to try and, like, maximize that. Like, for me, I feel like four is the one that teams are going to try and get towards. Yeah, maybe even somebody like, if they fall in love with Cross at 10 or Mm -hmm. some draft day magic happens, you never know. Sure. Yeah, look, we could do mock drafts till we're blue in the face, and then someone goes and takes Cleland Farrell in the top five, and Daniel Jones goes in the top ten and uh, throws everything. Exactly. Up. I know, man. But uh, off to the second round. Mm-hmm. I love Brisker if he's going to still be there at 35. Love it. Or Great pick. Even, even seen. But uh, mm-hmm. I think Pickens, like we've been talking about, yep. you get two wide receivers. For Zach, it's all mm-hmm. about Zach this year. He just he needs to develop. The defense can get better the next year, two, three years. We can always keep adding to the defense, but it's all about Zach this next year. And uh, the more weapons he has, yeah, the, the more, more weapons he has, the keep, better. Keep excelling. Yeah, look, the worst thing that I could agree. happen is you take a receiver in the first round, and look, I don't want to say the worst thing, but you you look at our receiving core, right? And you you saw Corey Davis go down with an injury. You saw Elijah Moore go down with an injury. We are that close to having Braxton Barrios be our number one again, which is like, I like Barrios, but <laughs> I very much don't want that to be like the only thing. At least we got the tight ends in free agency, so you're hoping that's probably, you know, helpful. But yeah, dude, yeah I, 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 I can know, agree with you. It's all know, about, go for it. Yeah, yeah, I know everybody's worried about the injuries, Pickens, Williams, but you're telling mm-hmm. me one of those guys isn't going to be a beast in the NFL? Yeah, oh, I, love I, it. I would guarantee on that. Absolutely. How much time are we looking at, right? Oh, you are ejected, my friend. <laughs> You're out of here! Very, very cool. I, I like his, his thought process. I don't agree with two wide receivers so early. That feels like a, the route I, I probably would not go. Just because we have the two tight ends and you have Michael Carter. So, like, I would imagine those three are going to get a bunch of touches. Then you got Elijah Moore, Corey Davis. There's just not a lot of, like, sharing going around. But if you're whole thought process is hey we have to hit on one of these guys and there's a 50 percent chance of busting in the first round and you take two receivers statistically speaking you're going to get one uh that's going to hit chris dropped in with a super chat says hot take wide receiver order Ooh, i like this if you guys want me to stop a phone call <laughs> and get to something this is something that we could talk about okay hot take wide receiver Jamison Williams, number one. Pickens, number two. Olave, number three. Wilson, four. Dotson, five. London, six. Uh, seven through ten. Eh, not feeling anyone else worth mentioning. Interesting. So I'm with you on Williams at one. I do think Pickens would have been the second best or first best wide receiver if he had stayed healthy and he wound up playing the entire season. I really like him a lot. The issue with him is that half of his production came his freshman year, and almost like Derek Stingley, we didn't get a whole lot the last two years. But he did blow up the combine, and he is absolutely, uh, you know, the athletic freak. So getting him in the second round, like we've kind of been talking about, I do like that value a whole lot. But I do like Jameson Williams. Like, Williams for me is, is just so special. Uh, Alave at three. I don't hate. I don't hate Alave and Wilson. They're, they've grown on me more, and I would definitely have them above London. London's a little bit further for me. I would put... Right along the the Dotson, London, right at that tail end, I would look at 
probably ahead of London for me. I'm, I'm nervous about London. I'm not going to lie. I love the frame. I was all about him early on. Um, or even just before we found out his pro day was getting moved. I really like, uh, I like Dotson a lot. I like Watson a lot. Uh, Christian Watson, the kid from NDSU. And I really like, uh, Alec Pierce from Cincinnati. I would have no problem with that. Uh, then you get into like David Bell. I don't mind him. Uh, but there's a lot of guys. There's a lot of guys I like. I don't hate this, uh, this top six to 10 list there, Chris. Guy knows his stuff. All right. Phone number is on the screen. You get three minutes to plead your case. What would your perfect first round be? Talk to me, boys and girls. Let's see what's going on. from landon landon what's up brother welcome to the cockpit hey brian what's going on not too much talk to me who what would your perfect first round be let's get right into it we're going with the draft day quote uh, sauce gardener for no matter what oh dude i love uh, sauce and i really hope the jets love a lot of edge rushers so that way we can get one at 10 because ah, dude i just want sauce in green and white so bad my big thing is Jermaine Johnson, to me, is completely overrated. Ooh, Watch okay. Joe Blewett um, break down. He yeah, does I know. Not he, have doesn't, he, he doesn't like Johnson. Um, and then I'd rather, I think, second round or get to that in second. So Drake London at 10, I like. Okay. I can see Williams. I can see Olave. I can see Wilson. Mm. The speed combination. But there's something about London is just, he's a different type of receiver than what we've got right now. If he didn't then, have the injury, I think he'd be the first receiver taken. I think mm-hmm. he, he's got a special yeah, that's body the concern. type for sure. But to me, it's a it's a bone injury. It's not soft tissue. It's something that'll heal. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't concern me too too much. Sure. Then I've got the them trading up in the end of the first round. Mm-hmm. If Karloftis falls, you take Karloftis. Um, just love his motor. Mm-hmm. Um, he's still raw because he didn't start playing football until. Later on, the water polo player from Greece, he's mm-hmm. watched his interview about like his dad passing away and just his drive, his motor, everything about him. Mm-hmm. Just love that. If he's I not know. available, still trading up and mm-hmm. someone like Boye Mafe, mm-hmm. maybe Ebiketti, if you want to wait until the second round. Sure. Then Brisker in round two mm-hmm. uh, with 38 or 35, whichever one you, take, you uh, keep. Sure. And then moving into round three, get a Logan Hall or an interior defensive lineman, so mm-hmm. some type of run stuffer to replace Foley. Yep. Um, then round four, round five, get an interior offensive guard. Cam Jurgens mm-hmm. out of Nebraska, that center. Mm-hmm. He seems to have that kind of nasty streak that they're looking for in that Ryan Jensen mm-hmm. and can groom him to replace McGovern. Yeah, I think that's going to be a, a, a spot we definitely look to upgrade. It wouldn't shock me if we went center higher than people kind of felt we would and trade mm-hmm. McGovern for a mid-round pick. Mm-hmm. It, frustrates, it frustrates me so much whenever someone takes Icky or Neal or a tackle yeah. early on. Yep. 
it just doesn't make any sense to me. It's a luxury you can have fan you can have back then you're not giving yeah. up on back then this year if you had to say what our, our best position is it's probably offensive line 100 percent. and if linderbaum falls to round two and you want to take him over brisker or if you yeah. want to trade up and take him set of the edge and then take the edge um in round two and epicati or mafe and then um a safety in round three like kirby joseph from illinois or the guy from maryland the cross <laughs> You've been ejected, my friend. Interesting. I'm hearing more and more people be all right with not edge in the top 10, and that scares the life out of me, and I don't think the Jets do it. I think there's too much to them saying, you got to get to the quarterback. I think we're going to edge top 10. Oh, boy. Oh, Vinny. How you doing, brother? How are you? I just just wrapped up watching Sonic 2. Ooh, very cool. How was it? Good? Bad? I... The first Sonic I didn't watch, but I saw the the artwork for what they wanted the original Sonic to look oh, like. Oh yeah, no, no, it was good. Idris Elba is just perfect as Knuckles. <laughs> so talk to me. What would your perfect first round be? Well, look, honestly, I just want Edge wide receiver. Like you know, you obviously remember my super chat from earlier today. Yep. Yeah. You had. It's, uh... it's been that long. And yeah. like I, I and honestly, when you go back and watch the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. you look at the Rams. They had Jalen Ramsey's probably one of those, you know supposedly top flight corner in the league. You go back and watch the game from a different angle. He's getting beat almost every five seconds. Yeah, look, that's the scary part about corner, right? Like it's it's a position that's starting to get devalued because of the rules in the NFL and how elite these wide exactly receivers like are. you you I know you can play what like in our minds is textbook coverage. The refs will still pull out that little yellow rag and throw it at the ground. Yep. Yeah, look, I can completely understand. If they don't go corner in the first round, completely get it. It's like, that's the thing. It's like, I just feel like it's, I feel like the days of Revis Island are just, uh, I forgot. You'll never see another one like that. That, that was an incredible season. No, exactly. I'm saying is that's that's why I don't want to get a corner. Because it's like, Mm -hmm. we don't have, like, look. They, they're being so blunt about it. They couldn't be more obvious if they were flying jets over New Jersey, carrying banners saying "We are taking edge." Yeah. Ooh. Okay. So real quick, while I'm talking to you, so Landon, who was just on the phone, he says, "Jets rotate D line too much for edge in the top ten. So what are your thoughts on that, Vinny? I'm I'm just curious. I don't feel that. I. They, they've been too obvious about it. They've said it, like, numerous time and time again. They, they but it's smoke season. It's smoke Like, maybe the they're back. just throwing stuff out there. It, it it seems too blunt to be, like... Yeah. I'm, I'm with you. It, it just seems like they're being too blunt about it mm-hmm. because they know they're in a spot where they can get it, where they're going to get an edge, mm-hmm. and they honestly don't care. Yeah. Look, I, I think they they have to get their edge. Like, it, it, we saw how weak this defense was without Carl Lawson, without Vinnie Curry. I think you got to get the edge rushers. And rotating them, even if it's, you know, three guys. Like, look, it wouldn't shock me if we double-dipped at edge in the top ten. Like, that, like oh, no. it's, it's not totally crazy. No, I agree. But like I said, you got to get the edge because you got to hit the quarterback and then the wide receiver because you got to get Zach more weapons. Mm-hmm. Sure. So where would you go in the second round? You got three seconds. Um, not safe. Oh! That's it! You're out of here! <laughs> Sounded like he was going not safety. Um, 
Yeah, see, Steven's with me. He says reverse psychology. Get them to think we're going receiver and edge in the top end. Who we got? Who's calling? Call from... Eddie from North Carolina. Hey, what's up, brother? Welcome to the cockpit. Holy shit, I got through. <laughs> <laughs> I got to figure out how these guys do this call waiting game, because I got to figure out how to do that. That's that's something I I feel bad. You got to time like, the timer. Keep... You got to oh, time the chicken. See, you got to time the chicken to like 20 seconds, because there's a lag on the YouTube delay. That's what I did. See, I figured man. it out. It's got a formula, man. <laughs> so talk to me. No, I used to work for Erickson. Oh, yeah. My first round. I told you my first round. You know my first round. Sauce at four. Mm-hmm. Karloftis at 10, yep. and then trade back in and get Jamison Williams. Oh, dude, that's exactly what me and Richie were talking about earlier. It was like, and I was, was thinking the, that was if the we edge, could. And it was the corner. And it was, we both don't think Sauce will be there at 10, so I think you got to take him at four if you want him. You've got to take him. There's, yeah. there's too many AFC quarterbacks now, there's too many stupid good receivers. Yep. You, you, I mean, and I wouldn't, like I was t- told you, like, I think two weeks ago, or something. Mm-hmm. You you don't just get rid of Hall and all these guys. You keep and Eccles. You need them. Yeah. This, this teams they're going to be running. They're going to be running. You know the run and shoot for God's sakes with all these guys. You got five receivers out there. You get you know the tight ends. I mean, who are you going to have cover Kittle? You oh, know yeah. most linebackers can't cover Kittle. You put you no, put one of your good corners on him. Yeah, six foot three corner might do. You Kittle put sauce good. on Kittle. Yeah. You put sauce on Kittle. Shut it! They just completely take him out of the game. Anyway, uh, I like Karloftis because mm-hmm. I'm an older guy, and I remember when Klecko played. He yep. started out as a defensive end, mm-hmm. and he had an Achilles injury. So then they moved him inside, and then when uh, they switched over to the three-four, that's when they put him at nose. Mm-hmm. He wound up getting seven sacks at nose tackle. Yeah, it's wild. <laughs> The guy was just – the guy could bench press like 600 pounds. He would just grab you and throw you out of the way. It's a damn shame he's not in the Hall of Fame. He is going to be there. He's going to be. So. I they, mean, they, they got to find a way to get him in. Howie Long, when he did his Hall of Fame acceptance speech, mentioned Klecko for like a minute during his induction. Yeah. He's talking about how Klecko needs to be there. It's absolutely. Wild. I mean, how do you get higher praise? How do you yeah. get higher praise than that? No, that's that's a hundred percent. A guy's getting inducted into the Hall of Fame, and he's like, "Well, Joe needs to be here." Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I'd love to see that. It's on YouTube, man. Just look at it. Yeah, yeah. I'll have to pull it up after this. I actually didn't watch that Hall of Fame speech, but I, dude, he's got to be in. There's not too many Jets in the Hall of Fame, and he's one that deserves to be in. But anyway, uh, I think it, who's got like the. 16th pick right now was it new orleans yep yeah we got to work out something with them because i think if you <laughs> oh man i wanted to hear where he was going but three minutes on the clock that's what happens i think there's a situation where it's like you know the edge we want sauce or a trade down and the saints and the steelers are the two that i think are coming up call from brian Brian, what's up, brother? Welcome to the cockpit. Pal, what's up, man? Ah, Dude, I can't wait for the Jets to win this draft. It's over for the league. We're going to kill this draft. 
We're gonna pick the we're gonna pick the best player at number four. It's over for the league. We're gonna get the best edge defender in the entire draft, Trayvon Walker at number four, and we're okay. gonna run this fucking league, baby. Yeah. So, <laughs> so where are we number going at ten? We're at ten. We're gonna go get a receiver. Let's go get Jamison Williams. Okay. Ooh, yeah, those are hey. wow players, right? I know, I know. Hey, let's go. Let's go get some studs. Let's make the most athletic team in the entire NFL. No one's going to be able to uh, touch us. We got Robert Sala calling the shots. And then guess what? We got Joe Douglas, GMM, the best team in the league. It's over. We, we're going to run the league in five years for sure. From your lips to God's ears. So now we've got Trayvon Walker at four. We've got Jamison Williams at 10. Where are you going with 35 and 38 then? You know what? I honestly don't know. Hey, oh, if we can go get I wasn't a Lewis prepared scene, for that. possibly at <laughs> Hey, if we can get a Lewis scene, possibly mm-hmm. yep. at thirty five and at thirty eight, I really do want us to get a tackle. I think we do really need to protect Zach Wilson. Yeah. But hey, I just want to do what Joe Douglas wants to do. He knows what's up. I trust him over anyone else in this entire organization. He's the guy. Yeah, no, I really like him. I know a lot of people will give him crap for the 2020 draft, but I think he found talent. It's just, you know, certain guys can't stay healthy. Certain guys just, you know, hey, don't really I think out. I think Becton's that guy. I think, I think Becton's be legit. Tackle. I don't get it. I don't yep. get it. Just because he got hurt for one year doesn't mean he's a bust. Okay, or Cutterman, he's that guy. He's 100% that guy. Yeah. Dude, I'm right there with you. 100% there with yeah. you. Yeah. I've been watching Becton. And, like, people forget how he ragdolled people his first year. Like, I want that back. he was mauling people. Okay, he's massive. Come on. This is exactly what Zach Wilson needs. He didn't get to protect them all year. But Mm -hmm. guess what? He gets to protect them next year. We're going to make a push for the playoffs. We're going to win 10, 11 games. And then we're going to go do what the Cincinnati Bengals did last year. Except we're going to win the thing. We're going to go win the Super Bowl next year. It's over. James Williams is going to be the next Jamar Chase. Trayvon Walker is mm-hmm. going to run the entire league. It, he's the next J.J. Watt. It's over. Dude, I hope you're right. Because when you look at the way Joe Douglas selects, he selects on physical talent, too. That, those high RAS scores. Yeah, I think Jamison yeah, Williams would have tested Trayvon. High. Trayvon Walker tested really well. Oh, come on. Yeah. Look at, look at Jameson Williams' tape. He was the best receiver in college football by far last year. Yeah, okay, it wasn't he was even close. running past everyone. 100%. No one was touching that man. That guy, we need him in our office. You're out of here! That was some high energy. I love it. Let's see. Jean. Jacques. Saucy. A.K.A. Saucy. Gardner. Uh, he says, thank you for Super Chat. He says, don't waste our pick on injured Jamison Williams. I get that he was injured. And I understand people wanting to not go that route. And I'm okay with that. If you don't, look, I don't think receivers should be the pick in the first round, or at least in the top 10. I think we should trade back into the first to get our receiver. But if you were to go with one, like our previous caller just said, Jamison Williams, dude's a stud. He's someone that strikes fear into the heart of defenses. And if he is healthy, and you think you trust the medicals and everything, that's someone that could be a special talent. I really, really believe it. So as much as he's injured, look, I would go after Jameson Williams. I would go after George Pickens. I like Pickens in the second a little bit 
because of the value there. But you got to be careful when you're talking value and you're talking your future franchise quarterback. You kind of want to make sure you get the guy. It just sucks that Will Williams got hurt. If he didn't get hurt, he was the easy pick for me at number 10. So, Jean, I understand, but I don't really care. <laughs> All right, boys and girls. Phone number's on the screen. You get three minutes to plead your case. What would your perfect first round be? Call from... Jets for life. Jets for life, brother, what's up? Welcome to the cockpit. Good, man, how you doing? I'm hanging in there. What would your perfect first round be? All right, well, if we're standing pat mm-hmm. in the first round, um, I want KT at four. Okay. I mean, I'm not buying these uh, these things put out there by the Giants, probably. Um, <laughs> yeah, they're trying to get them to drop. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know what? The modern athlete, mm-hmm. this guy's intelligent. You know, I want KT. I think he's the guy. Mm-hmm. Sure. So then at where do you 10, go to Yeah, I want Traylon Burks, man. There's no way. We, you know, mm-hmm. I... I, listen, I'm a Bama fan. Sure. Um, besides the Jets, I I really liked watching Jameson Williams all year. But I'll tell you, you put on the tape of when Bama and Arkansas played, mm-hmm. and Traylon Burks outplayed Jameson Williams in that game. He was dominant. I do like Burks. I just question if Douglas will pull the trigger on him at ten. Like he seems like they. I don't know. They force him in London. They force fed the ball like that. Like they're definitely manufactured touches. And that kind of scares me a little bit. Um, but I love watching Traylon Burke's highlight tapes. Like, dude, he's running over people. He's out running dudes. Like he, the speed isn't an issue for me because he blew past Alabama's secondary. Yeah. It, look, his football speed, cause he's so strong in pads. Mm-hmm. Um, is is elite, um, and and not only that, it's it, he's an all around football player. He's a four star recruit in high school. Mm-hmm. He's he's been playing football a long time at a high level. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's no way I'm passing on Traylon Burks. Uh, like as much as I like Jameson Williams as a Bama fan, he, he was outplayed flat out by Traylon Burks in the game where where they played one another. So. Um, I'm going with him at ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, at thirty-five, if we're standing pat, mm-hmm. give me give me Brisker all day Ooh, long. Love it. Yeah, he's he's the safety I want in, in green and white for sure. Yeah, he he is just he can do everything. He's a ball hawking safety, mm-hmm. um, but uh, but he can get in the box too and make plays. And, mm-hmm. uh, and then I got to go with one of my Bama uh, guys um, at thirty-eight. And Christian Harris. I yep. mean, I like, like I don't know if you've seen this guy. He's really but he good. Is, he, he might is, him uh, or Muma. He might be actually. I would say Harris is probably my top linebacker in that second round. Yeah, you know what? He's he's phenomenal. Sideline to sideline, you pair him up with a Bama boy and CJ Mosley again, and watch out. Um, they uh, they could they're really going to help out. You're out of here, chicken. I understood the thought process there. Burke scares the bejesus out of me at number 10, though. I think he's going to be there later. I think he goes 22 to the Packers. That's that's kind of where I'm pegging him to go. 
Or if he slides a little bit further, maybe Packers at 20, 28. Is that where they're picking? Interesting stuff. It's fascinating because no Jet fans have the same board. I feel like the top at number four tends to be KT or Sauce as like the, t the two that everyone's sort of talking about. Call from Soy. Soy, what's up, brother? Welcome to the cockpit. Oh, shoot. What's good? That's <laughs> so funny to, to hear your voice on the phone. I know, right? Does it sound the same as yeah. on YouTube or do I sound different? You sound exactly the same, man. Oh, good. <laughs> Talk <laughs> to me. What's, uh, what would your perfect first round be? Perfect. I don't know perfect because, you know, whatever happens, happens. But sure. KT at four mm -hmm. is nice. I'm cool with a wide receiver at 10. Mm -hmm. And I would hope that Nicobe Dean would be there in the second. If not, maybe move up for him. Sure. Because I, I really want a linebacker, too. Dude, he is so violent, too. Like, I want violent, angry players. Like, you could draft the whole Georgia team for all I care. <laughs> if you want to go with friggin', <laughs> you know, Pickens and N'Kobe Dean and James Cook and Lewis Seen, like, yeah, yeah, sign me up. These guys are violent players. Oh, yeah. I just I just don't think a lot of people say we need defensive tackle. I don't, I don't mm -hmm. see it. I feel like we have enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't love the idea of going D-tackle super early. I know Blewett says we, it's a need. I would like to believe some of the guys we've brought in this offseason might be able to help fill that role. Maybe Jonathan Marshall takes a step forward. I'm just – it's not a position I want to devote a lot of assets to right now. Like last year for me, it was like, okay, let's – you know, if we're not going corner, let's let's let the young guys play. Let's see what they got. Then next year – Depending on what happens with Quinton Williams, if he's not re-signing a deal, maybe you have to pull the trigger on a D-tackle at some point in like the top three rounds. Yeah, if you're if you're not going to re-sign Q, which I don't know why you wouldn't, mm -hmm. but if you're not going to, then yeah, you're going to have to. But I've been dying to see John Frank Franklin Myers in the middle. Yeah. And we just got we just got that other dude. Yeah. That first rounder, he plays edge and D-tackle. And they're both, in my opinion, better at the tackle mm -hmm. and good at the position. So throw them out there. You got Lawson and mm -hmm. hopefully KT. Who knows? Yeah. Like, uh, th that's uh, it right there. Dude, you pin your ears back and you go after the quarterback. I think our edge rushers, once we have them on the field, because we didn't have an edge rush all last offseason. We moved a defensive tackle to edge rush. Like, that's <laughs> that's where we were at with John Franklin Myers. So yeah. you slide them into D tackle. And I think John Franklin Myers and Quinnen earn their money with the edges, creating the pressure that quarterbacks have to step up into the pocket for. So I, oh, dude, yeah. I'm right there with you. I think that's a that's yeah. a good move. They're always double teaming Quinnen anyway. So once they stop doing that as much because of all the other pressure, mm -hmm. he's just gonna pop off. Yeah, no, it could definitely happen, brother. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for the call, but you have been ejected from the cockpit. But someone's got a phone call coming through, but sorry, we got some super chats we got to get to. Okay, Mumtaz. Mumtaz, thank you for the super chat, brother. He says, seeing outside linebacker Arnold Ibikite, I don't know if I pronounce that, for the Jets in a couple good mocks, I like the idea, or another rusher, does that mean we would be uh, he would be competing with Quincy Williams? Yeah, Quincy's going into the last year of his deal. 
So I think the hope is that he takes that next step forward and he can be one of our linebackers. I do think C.J. Mosley after this year, unless he renegotiates his contract and he takes a lower cap hit, uh, I do think C.J. probably winds up getting cut from this team. And I don't really want to see that because I think the veteran leadership is important. Like I would play, pay a little bit more to keep him on the team than what his uh, play may suggest. But who knows? Maybe if we have a good secondary and we have an edge rush in front of him, maybe CJ starts lighting it up again. And he starts playing like the linebacker we saw two years ago against the Bills. So I don't know. It'll be interesting. I do think that linebacker is going to be a big need for us, whether it be because we're moving on from CJ or because we want some competition for Quincy Williams. And I think that's fine to have. You got to hedge your bets a little bit. Got to look a little bit ahead because you don't want your rookies to, I mean, you want them to, to contribute right away. But realistically, give them a year, give them two years. And this would be a good year to draft a linebacker to give them that year to learn under a true veteran like C.J. Mosley. Eddie drops in with Super Chat. Eddie says, Kayvon Thibodeau not on Sim's top five edge prospects. Any thoughts? So now I'm going to have to look this up. I actually did not see his uh, edge prospects. Let's see this. Let's do uh, Chris Sim's edge top five. Okay, uh, let's see. He's got top five cornerbacks, edge rankings. Nope, that's last year. Why am I not seeing it? All right, if someone knows what the top five on his list were, let me know. Chris Sims, I think if I do top five edge, that's probably... Okay, I think I got it right here. So he's saying number one, Aiden Hutchinson. Number two, Trayvon Walker. Number three, Jermaine Johnson. Number four, Carl Loftus. Number five, Nick Bonito. Um, I actually don't know who Nick Bonito is. I'll have to do a little bit more research. Oklahoma edge rusher. Um, so I don't hate this list. I'll be honest. Like, I can understand if teams want to take Kayvon Thibodeau off their board because they're afraid of his uh, commitment to football. I, I've said it before. Like, he gives me the willies. It, he just does. I can understand if the Jets take him. I think there is a swagger to him. I think there is definitely a, you know, a knowledge to him. Uh, he seems like a smart dude. But, you know, I just... I, I like a lot of the edge rushers. It's not so much a knock on KT as much as it is a a good thing that i like a lot of you know edge rush talent so i like hutchinson i like walker i like jermaine johnson that's probably those are probably the three actually that top four i'm okay with i'm fine with i don't know bonito so i would have i would have put thibodeau at least at number five um i think he should be in the top five is what i'm saying i don't think he he necessarily is number five if you want to put him at two you know fine with me as well um, oh, look who we got in the chat. Brother, don't look in the description. <laughs> I wasn't, I guess I, I shouldn't have expected you to not be here, but uh, brother, I hope you're doing well. We really, we care about you a lot, brother. Uh, it's good to see you in the chat. Hopefully you're doing well. Uh, but don't look in the description. <laughs> uh, all right. So interesting thought process on the edges. I'm going to have to have to do a little bit of research into some of those guys and make a, make a video about it because that's, that's fun. All right. Phone number's on the screen. you got three minutes to plead your case. 
And then if you don't plead it in time, ah, you get the chicken. Get out of here! Bum, 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 bum. Who we got on the phone? Call from Josh. To accept, press 1 to send a voice. Josh, what's up, brother? Welcome to the cockpit. Uh, how you doing, man? Nah, I'm hanging in there. Talk to me. What would your perfect first round be? Uh, I mean, I'm. I don't think Thibodeau is going to be there at uh, four. I'm. I think he's going to the Lions at two. I can so see I'm, that as well. That's I, kind of where I'm. I'm thinking he ends up. I'm on your side. I'm thinking Stoss at four. Okay. And then Karloftis or Jermaine Johnson at ten. Yep. Yeah. And dude, then I, trade I like back. That a lot. And then trade back into the first round for a receiver. Either mm -hmm. I like Williams, mm -hmm. but I'm I have a slight a sneaking suspicion that Douglas likes Burks for some reason. I can see Burks as a. I think that's if you're going to take Traylon Burks, I think it's in a trade up situation, and I think it's to the middle of the twenties, and that that feels right. Like it, it, when you look at DK, you look at AJ, you look at Debo, and you kind of see where they're kind of going and manufacturing touches. I I can see Traylon Burks being a guy people like in our organization. Yeah, the only the only thing I like he's just like London. I just don't know what the how the offense creates touches, but I guess that's also what you do when you have a good receiver or a really good weapon. Sure, yeah. I, well, that's just it, right? Like the offense if you're if you're putting the ball in your best playmaker's hands, that's a good thing. But I can understand where people might be like, uh, you know, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see cuz does he take away Barrios' touches? I mean, maybe that's a a good thing. Burks Burks upside could be a lot higher than than Barrios's. I don't know. Well, one, one thing I'm really interested to see, I I think Barrios is kind of going to assume like not become a Debo Samuel type cuz obviously he's not built like that, but he I think he, they're going to try to use him maybe in the backfield a little bit like uh Michael Carter on the left, Barrios on the right, and then fake like do fake handoffs and crap like that. Yeah, I wouldn't hate to see Barrios in that type of role, but he's definitely a lot smaller than you'd want for that type of position. Like you kind of, like I envision in Nunwa in this offense now, and I think he would absolutely crush it if he could stay healthy. Burks, uh, I think, uh, has that body. Nunwa's got to be one of my favorite Jets ever. Oh, dude, I just wish he could have stayed healthy. He was a lot of fun to watch. <laughs> him and Ladanian Tomlinson. Oh, which is dude, a, the sad thing. We had him for a year, right? Like I, oh, dude, I loved LT. I watching him on the Chargers was incredible, and to get him for that year that we had him was it was pretty cool. And he still talks about the Jets. Like that's the thing. Like guys that came here with Rex in that like 09, 2010 year, like they liked it here. It's buzzing when the Jets are good. New York is buzzing. Yeah, it's surprising. I don't think I, I was born in 2002, so I've never really, I don't really remember a good Jets season besides oh, the uh, with obviously Marshall and Decker. Yeah, 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 for sure. Oh, dude, we're overdue. We need a good, good season for sure. But brother, thank you so much for the call, and you have been ejected <laughs> from the car. Who we got? Call from Jordan. Jordan, what's up, brother? Welcome to the cockpit. What's going on, Ryan? How you doing today, man? I'm trying to hang in there. I'm tired. I've been working on my bathroom. My hands are, fingers are tired. I'm exhausted. But talk to me. Oh, what man. would you There's alcohol for that, brother. <laughs> there definitely is. I got to go back and use power tools. That's the only reason I'm not drinking right now. 
What uh? There what's you your, go. What's your perfect first round? Yeah, man. So you can't tell me that our man Joe Douglas knows how to work the draft with the picks and the value chart. So I don't think it's any coincidence that the value of 16 and 18 from New Orleans perfectly matches up with mm-hmm. our fourth overall pick. Oh, for I sure. think if Hutch mm-hmm. and Tibbs are both gone okay. by the time we're picking at four and Malik Willis is there as well, yep. I think either the Panthers or their division rival, New mm-hmm. Orleans, is going to try to come up. Yeah. So if you're going to tell me that we can get 16, 18, and then throw in an additional first-round pick for next year for so that quarterback Saints, premium. So the Saints don't have a first next year because they traded it with the Eagles oh. to get the extra first this year. So if you're trading with the Saints, you're probably more only picks. getting these two firsts. Maybe you get a second. I don't Send know what, me what, more picks or throw in a player. Yeah, yeah. I think you. I think if you can get the two firsts, and I'd have to look at the Saints' picks. I don't know what else they have, but I think you'd have to kick in an extra pick to get the uh, the trade up to four. What do you think about the Steelers? Listen, do you think I, the Steelers are in that same conversation to come up, or do you think it's just the, the Saints and Panthers? I mean, I could totally see the Steelers doing that because they honestly, they have a really good team already built. They are, mm-hmm. I don't want to say, they're probably a quarterback away, and they have enough youth on that team to buy him some time to get his feet underneath them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I would totally be game for that as well because let's say the Steelers do come up, Mm-hmm. And they're going to be hovering right around 500. So we'll be right back in the top 15 with their pick, yep. to be told. Oh, and I think at 10, at 10, a lot of the people that we're trying to get at four might still be there. Karloftis could slip there. Gardner could still there. Yep. Could still be there. Jermaine Johnson could still be there. And then we might even still have the pick of the litter when it comes to wide receiver. And that gives you more flexibility to go ahead and take the risk on Jamison Williams. And then let's just say we do trade with Pittsburgh or New Orleans. We have enough flexibility to have that whole draft board open to our disposal. So let's let's go that route. Let's say let's say we have the Saints picks. We have 16 and 18 or 16 and 19, whatever their picks are. Um, you've now at 10. Let's say we are you saying edge rusher probably if we trade down, you're going edge at 10. Probably edge at 10. Next best okay. receiver mm-hmm. at 16, 18. Okay. Like Olave or someone, they'll be there. Okay, so you're going an edge and a receiver with those two picks, and then what would that other pick be? Whatever you want. You can get linebacker there. You can get mm-hmm. Linderbaum there. Mm-hmm. It's your disposal. Yeah. Draft board th- is at your disposal. I think center is going to be a, an area of need because not only do you trade down and get that uh, those two firsts, but I think if you can get a Zion Johnson or a Linderbaum with one of those picks and you move them into center, now you trade McGovern – for like a fourth, because look, his contract's not hey, bad. A team could get him, top ten caliber. Center. I would, I would not be surprised if we went Zion Johnson because of his versatility over yep. Linderbaum. A hundred percent, because there. That's, that's as a much JD as people right love, there. as much as people love Linderbaum, he is very light for a center. It is a very light center, uh, and he's sure. just a center. Yep. If there's anything JD has yep. told us in his three years as GM, he loves guys with versatility. Yep, dude, I'm right there with you. I think if there is a trade down with either the the Steelers, if it's a trade down with the Steelers or the Saints, I do expect Zion Johnson to be one of the guys we heavily look at in that spot for those exact reasons. But that's if Hutch and Tibbs are not there. A hundred percent. Brother, thanks so much for the call, and you've been ejected from the game.
See, I really love the trade-down scenarios. I really think it's the Steelers or the Saints. One of them is going to trade up to four. But then there's also that, that thought process of like, okay, we think they're coming up to four, but what about three and what about five? Like, I think the Giants, the Jets, and the Texans are the three teams that would be looking to move out if a quarterback fell because all three of them have top 12 picks. So the Jets have 10, Giants have seven, and Texans are sitting at, I think, 12 right now. So they can afford to drop back that far where other teams maybe not so much. Like the Lions, they're picking 32. They're not going to trade out a number two and go that far back, I don't think. It's fascinating. If a team's willing to come up to four for a quarterback, why wouldn't the Lions take him? But I guess since they have two firsts next year, maybe that's the rationale rationale and they want their quarterback next year and they're willing to trade up because they think they may not be as good so kind of stack your team this year if they don't take the quarterback at two the lions i would say don't take a quarterback at all this year because i just don't love going quarterback at 32 especially because other teams know you're going to go quarterback possibly so they're going to jump in front of you interesting Call from Tigo. Tigo, what's up, brother? Welcome to the cockpit. What's going on, Ryan? How are you doing today? I am hanging in there. Talk to me. What is your perfect first round? I think we were going down the right uh, the right path before with the the trade back. I think I think what we've seen in this draft and in this off season process is that I think everybody's list at edge defender varies so much that. I think it's almost impossible that we're going to see five edges taken before 10 with especially yep. how many these, like how many needs these, these teams have oh, like a big one that confuses me mm-hmm. is everyone saying that the giants are going to take an edge. And I don't see that like at I, all. I, I see the they, giants going offensive line and corner. Yes. Well, so I definitely think five is offensive line. I think yep. seven is up for debate. I think if sauce is there at seven, I think he's the pick. I think, I think, if he's I think, not there, I think, I think now that Stingley's edge. tested good, I think Stingley's the pick at seven if Sauce is off the board as well. And the only reason is because of, like, Wing Martindale's system is so corner-dependent mm-hmm. that, like, it has to be either Sauce, Stingley, or Hamilton there at seven because, like, so you need to take the defensive back. So, for me, I look at it and I go, they're clearly going whichever offensive lineman they love at five, yep. which, again, pushes the edge back. Yep. I think... Carolina really only has two options, and that's quarterback and offensive line, so it yep. pushes an edge even further. I don't think that they're taking – yeah, I don't think that they're going to take an edge at seven, like I said. I think that's yep. a corner or, or a safety. Yep. The Falcons are a toss-up because we have no idea what they're going to do. The right move would probably be take a wide receiver, but, like, they maybe take an edge. And at that point, we're talking about – that's like the third edge off the board. So for me to kind of get into it, like my ideal thing is you trade back with someone at from four. Yep. Um, the only scenario I don't trade back from four is if Hutch is on the board. If Hutch is still there, you, you sprint, full sprint over people, you trample kids, whatever it is, you get that card in as quickly as possible. Yeah. And you go get Aiden Hutchinson. But if he's off the board, really, that's the only player that I look at and I go, we got to take him at four. Because at 10, you're talking that Kayvon Thibodeau might be there. You're talking George Karloftis, who I really, really like, might be there. Jermaine Johnson might be there. You take your edge at 10. You yep. trade back. And for me, like, I'm on a different boat in the sense of, like, I don't think we should be taking a corner or a defensive back in this draft. 
personally. I really like our defensive back room. I really like our safety room. Like, in the first, let me say that. Yeah, yeah. Let me say that. Because I still think we need guys. Like, Jaquan Brisker at 35 to me sounds Mm -hmm. perfect. Give that to me every day of the week. Yep. But, like, so, like, if it's with the Saints, I look at it and I go, 16, Mm -hmm. if the Eagles don't take Devin Lloyd, I think you got to take Devin Lloyd. Okay. I really, really like him at linebacker. And then at 19, I really like Traylon Burks and our offensive scheme and what we can do. So for me, that would be my perfect first round. Yeah, I think if you trade down, you're not wrong. I think you go the edge at 10. And then I think it's probably up for debate whether you go linebacker, receiver. Um, Burks at 19 makes a lot of sense because I don't think he's going before then. I, I really think the Packers at 22 might be a spot for him. I think maybe the tail end of the first with the Packers or Chiefs might be another spot for him. So you might have to take him there. Dude, I, I don't hate it. I like the trade-down options a lot. I think the Steelers and the Saints are the two teams I'd be looking to trade with. But, brother, thank you so much for the call. You've been a from the cockpit. Boys and girls, phone number's on the screen. We got 40 minutes left. I want to hear your thoughts. He avoided the chicken because he's talked about the trade. And I want to hear, when you talk about a trade, I'm curious to see what players you're, you're eyeing because that's interesting to kind of hear. Call from Leonard. Leonard, what's up, brother? Welcome to the cockpit. Hey, Ryan, how's it going? I am hanging in there. Talk to me. What would your perfect first round look like? Um, this might be a little bit of a hot take, but my perfect first round would be KT at four and Jameson Williams at 10. Ooh, okay. Yeah, no, look, I don't hate that at all. So talk to me. What would your rationale be like? Why would you do that? I mean, I just think KT, he's got all the talent in the world. He's He's been the top three player in the draft. Mm-hmm. I don't see, like, I think the character concerns are overblown. Mm-hmm. And then... Jameson, I know you got the ACL tear, but he seems to be fine. Look at his training videos. And then he's the perfect receiver for this offense. He's a deep threat, and he can get yards after the catch. Yeah, those are the two players I look at. Edge, you could probably go a bunch of different ways. But I do think those two players specifically, you look at and you say, okay, I could see KT dominating this league. Okay, I could look at Jameson Williams, and he looks like a threat to defenses. Like, those two make sense. It's the injury, and then it's the the fear of, like, what could KT be that I think kind of scare me a little bit. But, yeah, dude, I'm right there with you. So where would you go with your next two picks after making those two selections? Um, I think I would turn to safety, so I'd probably look at Brisker I like. Yeah. And then I don't know if this would be my first choice, but I wouldn't rule out a running back at 38. I wouldn't. Yeah, no, neither would I. I think Tevin Coleman's probably on this team for this year, and that's probably it. Ty Johnson is a coin flip after this year. I Personally, I really like James Cook. I would wait a little bit longer to make sure he's the pick. Um, but if you wanted to go running back in the second round, and you could arguably take you know your the best edge at four, the best wide receiver at 10, the best running back you know in the second round, and, and now all of a sudden you've added three elite talents uh, from this draft. Mm-hmm. Is there a now, running back you like at 38? 38, I think my favorite is Brees Hall. Sure. It's fair. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a question. So mm-hmm. I remember that 
our offensive line coach, John Benton, I believe, he had a DUI. Do you know what happened with that? Is there any update? I haven't heard anything. The last thing I heard was Robert Salah mentioning it briefly. I believe it was at the owner's meeting, and he said they were going to handle it internally. Um, look, it's a bad move. You can't get behind the wheel after drinking, especially when you're in the NFL and you have the, the, the phone call with the team cab. Like, there's absolutely zero reason for guys to ever get Dewey's. Like, that to me is, you know, a, a serious lapse in judgment. You, you cannot do that. You know ahead of time you could call the cab like, hey, look, I'm going out drinking. Guys, look, pick me up at 1 o'clock in the morning. Pick me up at 3 o'clock in the morning. Whatever it is, don't get behind the wheel. It's a bad move. Mm-hmm. I think he's a valuable coach for our team, so I'm just worried about that. Yeah, absolutely. I, I don't think he's going anywhere. I think they'll handle it in-house, but I think it's definitely, uh, you know, got to use your head. Boom! That's it! You're out of here! from the cockpit. I like John Benton. I think our offensive line is taking a step forward, and I think he's a big reason because of it. And I think Lakin Tomlinson came here because of him as well. So you want to see that happen, but you don't want to see the lapse in judgment. Do not get behind the wheel. Call from Mike the Barber. Mike the Barber, what's up, dude? Welcome to the cockpit. Hey, hey. I want to go Sauce Garner at four just because of how certain it is. And we'll just go with an edge rusher at 10 or the second mm-hmm. round. They're all about the same. Ooh, what do you I think? like the edge rusher at 10. I think after 10 is where you start to see a pretty big drop off from receiver or uh, from, from, from edge rusher. Like I think you're kind of playing with fire after Carl Loftus. Now, Definitely. if it wasn't as big of a need for the Jets, like if we were sitting here and we knew Lawson was like 100% going for it every time, then I'd probably right. go that route. I'd probably look, you know, edge in the second round. But I think because of the uncertainty of Lawson and the need at the position, that's probably right. why I'm, I like it at ten. Do you like Sauce at four? I love Sauce. Do you at do, four. do, do I, I if don't you're know the if we, GM? Do you want him at number four? I would say, hmm. I don't know. It depends what a trade down is offered because I, I think Edge <laughs> has to be one of the two. But if you can get the Saints two, the trade first, is always on the table. Well, if you could get the two first from the Saints or a trade of oh. the Steelers, where you get a like, let's say you, you don't get Claypool or Deontay Johnson, you get pick twenty, you get their first round pick next year. That's going to be a top fifteen pick next year. So you're going to get two picks, you know, really high. Ne- hopefully not really high next year. One really. If high somebody next wants year. to pay, sure. Yeah, absolutely. That's but if I had four. to sit tight at four. It would come down to edge for me. If they have an edge that they really like and they think he's going to be... Is it going to be different than 10? I don't know. It depends. It, so that's the kind of and we're not process taking I had. Though. I don't come think on, we let's are. Be realistic. I, I really don't he think we are. He doesn't fit a jet. I, it doesn't... The, he's not a good guy. No, I don't want to say that. I don't want to say he's not a good guy. I want to say that there's question marks right, about right. his judgment. I think at f- pick four, there's such a a statement pick for your team you're saying this is the guy we want our organization to represent and sauce to me is that guy trayvon walker could be yeah that guy. Aiden hutchinson could be that guy so i think those are probably the three i would look to target and if you know what happens if hutchinson goes one uh walker goes two and sauce goes three like yeah then i'm probably considering trading out a little bit higher than i would have otherwise gone I don't know. I wouldn't. I would be upset definitely. with Sauce at four, but I I get the concern because of the devaluing of the cornerback position in the NFL. Right. 
I see both left tackle and quarterback going before us. Those mm-hmm. teams pick a pass rusher, they're going to be picking the same position next year. Yeah, so like what's interesting is if we go oh if it goes O line one, quarterback two, I don't know what happens with the Texans at three. They're kind of kind of a mystery to me. But I don't they have think, to draft tackle. Yeah, well I don't think there's gonna be five edges that go before ten. So like I like edge at at ten for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's, it's that's not realistic. Come on. Boom! That's it! You're you out of here! From the cockpit. Boys and girls, we got thirty-four minutes left of the call-in show. You get three minutes to plead your case. What would your perfect first round be? It doesn't have to just be picks four and ten. It could be a trade up. It could be a trade down. Talk to me. Steven Engel in chat says, we need four first rounders like in 2000. Possible. Gitmo says, if the Jets draft sauce, what do you do with Hall? Not fair to relegate him to the bench or make him a dimeback. I don't think there's I don't think you can talk fair about any players. I think you have to have to earn it for sure. But I do think Hall, if there's any truth to teams throwing at him because they weren't afraid he was gonna intercept the ball, I would relegate him to a to a backup role. Who we got? Call from Chris. What's up, Chris? Success. Welcome Press to the cockpit. Yo, what's up? Holy moly, I actually got it. <laughs> talk to me. What's your perfect first round? All right, so I was the guy who sent in that wide receiver list earlier in the super chat. Ooh, so I like it. Okay, this is my this is my perfect. Uh, so let me before before you say that, let me hold on. I'm gonna I'm gonna take the timer off. I'll give it a little reset because I want to refresh people's minds on what your thought process was. I think I actually have the super chat right here. Let me let me pull it up real quick. Uh, Great. Let's see. Is that it? yeah? There it is. Okay. So Chris. On the phone right now, mm-hmm. he said his hot take, wide receiver order, Jameson Williams at one, Pickens at two, Alave three, Wilson four, Dotson five, London six, does not have Traylon Burks in the top six. So I'm curious. Talk to me. What so, is your rationale? So, so obviously Williams, he had the injury, but I'm not too concerned about it. Yep. Um, Pickens as well was injured, but again, one of those things that I'm not concerned about, but like you said earlier in the second round, mm-hmm. um, and then, uh, Olave and Wilson, I actually switched. I was a big Wilson guy. He was my number one. Mm-hmm. And then I switched that to Olave, uh, just for the mere fact that I was watching his route running and his speed with the combine and everything. And I was like, holy shit, man. I was like, wow. So he ran one hundredth uh, of a second guys. slower than Wilson. Wilson was faster. Yeah, yeah. But, but I can oh, understand wait, people flip That doesn't that doesn't bother. Are you talking about Olave to? Are you talking about Olave to Wilson? Yeah, Olave to Wilson. Olave ran faster, and then when the official time came in, he ran one hundredth of a second slower than Wilson. Oh yeah, well, even still, <laughs> I just, even st- I only saw the other one. I got to be honest. But, yeah, no, it's all right. Uh, the the speed is speed, whatever. But mm-hmm. um, with Burks, I don't I don't see. I'm not. I'm not too hyped with Burks. He's I, I watched his tape and I, I I'm not seeing anything special with that. Mm-hmm. But um but ideally this is what I want real quick and then you can kick me out. Um KT at four, mm-hmm. uh ten trade back to like fifteen or seventeen, pick up Williams, mm-hmm. uh thirty five brisker and then thirty eight pickens. I like my it. ideal. So so you would go 
you would double dip at receiver and go Jameson Williams and Pickens. So you like the the idea of, hey, let's take two shots at this and one of them is going to hit. That's probably. Oh, hell yeah, man. Okay. And then if you both hit, that's great. (laughs) That's a a good problem. That would be insane. That would be insane. So. Yeah, yeah, dude, could you imagine drafting four wide receivers in the top two rounds in three years? That's that's a kick in the balls, but, man, that's how you add talent to a team for sure. Yeah, and especially with the whole Mims situation, not Adam, not uh, dude. Mims just frustrates the hell out of me, and I don't know like what the solution is. I want to give him more time. I think that's probably why I don't double dip at receiver. Like I still like for me that second round pick or or second pick that you would have used in the top two rounds is more valuable to me. And being able to see Mims, like even if we cut Mims after training camp, I almost want to see where he's at after a year of training with Zach Wilson and understanding the playbook and not having food poisoning coming into camp. So I, I don't, I don't <laughs> love quarter. I don't like wide receiver twice in the top two rounds, but I can understand where people are kind of going with that. Yeah, no, and I mean, if you did that though, you would have to live with that taste in your mouth if he doesn't pan out like you could have had picking. Yeah, you're gave right. That guy a shot. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Oh god. You're out of here. That's just it. I like Pickens and I like Williams, but how much do I want to roll the dice on them with the injury history, especially if I'm only taking one? Ah, it's so hard. Those are the. I think I agree with Chris. I do think those two receivers if fully healthy, are the two best receivers in this draft. And I don't think it's close. Call from... James from Canada. To accept, James press from 1. Canada, what's up, brother? Welcome to the cockpit. Hey, what's going on? I'm hanging in there. Talk to me. What would your perfect first round be? Perfect first round is uh, take your pick at edge rusher, yep. whether that be KT, Trayvon Walker, whomever. Mm-hmm. And then I know you're worried, but I think, I think Derek Stingley at ten, I think would it's, be, I think unreal. From, yeah, so that's where I'm sort of feeling. Like if they think Stingley's healthy, and you get your edge of choice at four, you hope Sauce makes it to ten. But if he doesn't, Stingley at ten isn't a bad consolation prize. No, and that's like I had a Liz Frank injury, and it's terrible. It's it's not mm-hmm. good. But there was rumors that, like, he's been dealing with that for, like, two years because they had a very long-term injury, and that kind of explains his giant dip after his freshman season. And then you can, if you want to trade back into the first, try to get, you know, your wide receiver, then that's, you can almost solve your defensive problems with, you know, like safety in the second, mm-hmm. or if yeah. you wanted to trade back in for a wide receiver in the first, then it's looking a lot better. Dude, I, I love receiver at the tail end of the first. And I, I'm like 100% confident that's the route we're going to wind up going. Like, I just, I, I see that value and it just makes so yeah. much sense. And like you said, if you go and safety, that, like if you go, if you, let's say your top picks are corner, edge, uh, you know, and safety and wide receiver, those are your top four. Like your second, your your defense is looking all-star. Not all star, but you're looking a lot oh, better. Yeah. Like you've you've installed a lot of talent into that defense, and then you're probably taking a linebacker in the third round if you didn't trade that pick to go up into the first. Yeah, and then you can get these uh, the linebackers. They're always going to be depth pieces. It was the same thing mm-hmm. in like San Francisco for them as well. But yeah. I think I, I think the whole thing with Stingley, everyone's super concerned, is overblown. Like his Liz Frank is obviously better if he's running like 
sub four four. Oh yeah, he ran what a I think it was like a four three seven, crazy fast. Yeah, and he was saying how he's yeah, like, yeah that, I would have ran faster too. Like I only just got healthy like two weeks ago, <laughs> which is like yeah, exactly. Still a concern. Like dude, D Milner is like fresh in my mind, and I'm like oh everyone needs oh, everyone so loves scared. comparisons. Everyone so, loves I know. comparisons. It's it's the elite player. Yeah. From a SEC school that just got banged up a lot. Oh, dude, scares the crap. I really hope Sauce is there at 10 so we don't have to take Stingley. But I, I, can, I can understand if you take Stingley. Dude, would you take Stingley if over he, Sauce? If, no, I would take Sauce over Stingley. Mm-hmm. But like you said, if we don't take him at four, the Giants will take him at uh, I, what is it, seven. That's just it. Yeah. I really think you have to take Sauce at four if you want him. Yeah, I think it's just like they said there – it's not really in the Joe Douglas genes to take a corner like for him yeah. and for same for Sala. Same same for Bob Sala. It's mm-hmm. it's pass rush and O line, so they're gonna they're gonna take whoever they can at four, and then it. That's it. You're out of here. Ejected. Call from Jorge. Jorge, what's up, brother? Welcome to the cockpit. Hey, what's going on, brother? How's it oh. going over there? I am hanging in there. Talk to me. What would your top 10 be? Or not top 10, your perfect first round. I was about to say, oh, top 10. I'm, sorry. <laughs> I'm, in the spot here a little I'm bit. delirious. It up on me. <laughs> what, what's your, what's right. your perfect top, Ch- top change, first Change the flight plan. Change the flight plan. <laughs> oh, let's go. So, uh, I, man, ideally, I think trade down. Uh, mm-hmm. That New Orleans, uh, those New Orleans picks look really, really, really nice for me right now. Um, yep. So if that happens, that that would be the most ideal trade down with New Orleans. Pick up that. Uh, honestly, I wouldn't even ask for anything else. I think uh, it could be a good uh, a good chance for uh, Joe Douglas to show that you know not every trade that he makes is going to end up in highway robbery and and solidify that that he's not going to take advantage of you. Uh, so more people can continue to do trades with us uh, because it's also making Loomis right. Yeah, so dude, I, he's I, respected. I, I, Sure. I look. I think you got to maximize trade value, regardless of who it is and regardless of what other teams think. But dude, there's a, like a a lot of bit of me that like thinks the DK trade didn't happen because of the Jamal Adams yes. trade. Like, like we just stole our yes. lunch money. Absolutely, and, and not only that. I mean, you saw what happened with the the trade uh, with Houston with uh, what's this guy's name? Uh, uh, Cashman. Yeah. Right. Like <laughs> we we took their lunch money for that. Right. So. Um, Dude, so Hurd anyways, and Dan Brown. Those, uh, yeah, the list goes on. Pick up those two. Yep. Pick up those two. I think uh, with 10, we take an edge rusher. Yep. I think uh, Jermaine Johnson. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Karlaftis, if he's there, although I hear that he's fallen. I don't know why, though. But, yeah, I you saw know, a mock he's young, with him. He's, like, he's, he's awesome. Yeah, I saw a mock with him late 20s. I don't agree with that at all. But, yeah. No, not at all. I, I, I think he's the fourth or fifth best pass rusher, honestly. Yep. Uh, I think he's young. I think he's energetic. I think he's strong. He fits our scheme. I think he fits our scheme, not just physically, but uh, mentally. I think he, he's, you know, that type of player. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at 16, honestly, I, I, I keep on looking at the receivers, and I like Olave. I, I think okay. I think Olave's ability to run routes, mm-hmm. uh, I think his ability to break, uh, his speed, his ability to break and his speed allow him to create separation, which would be great for Zach Wilson, right? And um, I think he'd be an awesome weapon. He's also a, a team-first type of guy. He likes to play special teams. He, he, he's, a, he's a bruiser. 
he doesn't mind getting dirty. He's not like a, uh, your typical diva wide receiver. Mm-hmm. So I would like Olave uh, at 16, and then I would love a trade down again because, you know, Green Bay, you know, Kansas City, they're going to want a receiver, and by that time, receivers are going to be going. So I think we can trade down and, and pick up another first-rounder and then take, uh, you know, best player available at that point. Could Maybe in a double, take a swing. Chiefs? I, I, wonder, I don't know what the points work out to be, but I wonder what uh, the two Chiefs picks are worth. Like, they wouldn't trade... work out. I looked at it already. Yeah. yeah. Too so much. Let's see. The two Chiefs but picks we could, get, 12, uh, we could get the 29 and then their 50th. Yeah, 1260 would be like pick 10. Yeah. 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 If you can get 29 and their 50th, that's okay because you're winding up getting like a bunch more talent. Lots of starters. Absolutely. And imagine if we can pick up uh, Lewis Sign right mm-hmm. there at 29. Yeah. And then, you know, turn around in the second round and pick up, let's say, for example, Boye. And then like, we can also take uh, like a Christian Watson with that second second rounder. You know, I, I think doubling down on edge and, and wide receiver is a smart chance. Uh, Olave is 6-1. I mm-hmm. think that's great. And then we, pick, we could pick up a big body. 6-3 George Pickens, 6-4 Watson. I think that, that would solidify what we're looking for in the trenches. It would solidify our receiving core, helps like Wilson, and it will set us up. I love it, brother. You have been ejected from the cockpit. You're out of here! Had to hear that one out. It was good. It was good. I also looked at the clock, and it was at zero already, so. <laughs> Didn't have the dramatic effect of, of bouncing them right at the uh, the zero mark. Boys and girls, phone number's on the screen. You got 20 minutes left. Three minutes go on the clock when you call in. I want to hear what your perfect first round would be. And if you haven't signed our Gitmo Bob card, down below in the description. <laughs> Check it out. Ooh, we got a super chat. Let's see what's going on over here. Aaron Honore says, KT needs to be the pick at four, then Williams at 10. Love sauce, but the pass rushers will help the cornerback play. Muma at 35, Pickens at 38. I wouldn't hate that. I might switch out Muma for Christian Harris, but I, I, I'm i kind of splitting hairs here. This is where I think... Oh God, I don't think I can go Williams and Pickens. That's my issue. Like, yeah, you're adding elite receivers, but I feel like when you add players like that at that position, like now, you know, do you rub Elijah Moore the wrong way? Do you rub Corey Davis the wrong way? Like, I start, I think you start adding, like, a little bit too much competition uh in there as weird as that sounds um yeah dude i i really think uh i can understand the kt and williams picks at the top but i i don't double dip with williams and pickens i i think you got to take one or the other all right boys and girls phone number is on the screen you get three minutes to plead your case What would your perfect first round look like? Oh, man. Just talking about the chat. Lou says, no need to double dip wide receiver here. Really like Williams. Another position at 38. Who we got? Call from. Sauce. Oh, Sauce, what's up, brother? You calling in? You coming to New York? 
Yeah, no. I just knew if I gave that name, you'd pick up. <laughs> Talk to me, brother. What's, the, uh, what's your perfect first round look like? Honestly, uh, it might be sauce at four. It depends if three pass rushers go before us. Yeah. But uh, if they do, I would take sauce. I just want to get a pass rusher top ten, mm-hmm. personally. Now, if That's three really go, all I care about. If, the, if three go before us at four, would, are you confident that one's going to fall to ten then? Like that's that would scare me. Like that would probably make me go edge at four, which is like screwy. But uh, I don't know because I don't trust the Walker. I know. I mean, I don't trust Kayvon either. Yeah, no, <laughs> I want Hutchinson. She wanted to know my perfect. I well, that's just it. I think there's a real shot he falls. I think it. I it wouldn't shock me to see something like Neil or Quanu, uh, Willis, and then like Neil or Quanu at three. Like we could we might have every edge rusher available to us. Yeah, because I'd like to trade back at ten personally interesting now i'm curious to yeah. see if that winds up happening and, and how valuable that is but let's say we trade back what would your what would you look at you know in that scenario it would i mean if there's a quarterback still on the board the saints would be my preferable because i mean if even if we give one of our seconds yeah our tenths and then move it uh get their two picks in the first sure yeah, I wouldn't hate that. That that's an interesting situation because then you can still. Make but if they're also game. moving up for a quarterback, we could maybe not give up one of our seconds because <laughs> yeah, there's I a premium on that. Yeah, I don't think you get both first. Then that's the only thing. Like I think you'd have to throw them a bone with a second or a second next year or something along those lines to to get the two first this year. But I think it'd be worth it to get like a Dean Linderbaum or Jamison Williams. I yeah, I mean I don't care that, who. <laughs> there's some guys right in that like Saints Steelers pick that I really, really like. Like, as much as I it's want sweet sauce spot. at four, like, I would be, I think trading down four and getting those picks and then going with your edge rusher at ten, that feels like the right move to me. It is, because I feel like the second's a sweet spot for a wide receiver, but yep. right there you can get a... <laughs> I mean, if you're talking about trading back up into the first anyway to get a wide receiver... Well, you could trade down, then trade back up. We could have four first-round picks. That's not, like, that far-fetched. If you trade down with the Saints, let's say you go edge at ten, you go... You know, maybe it's Linderbaum, maybe it's, uh, you know, Nicobe Dean, and then you trade back into the first for, you know, a wide receiver, or you, you flip them around some ways. But then you wind up still having another second-round pick, like at the top of the second round. It's crazy what you could do if you trade down from four. It'd be wonderful, I'd say, personally. Oh, dude, I would take it. It just all depends. It depends what's going on. And, I mean, I was talking about that 10 pick. If you do the math on the mm-hmm. trade chart, the 10 and one of our seconds mm-hmm. would get you uh, the two Saints picks. Yeah, I'm cool with that. I, like, if you go, if you, you know. If the pass rushers are gone. Yeah. I mean, I have saw a situation where people trade back twice, and that, to me, I don't love. But, yeah, I, I could see it, dude. I could see it. I wouldn't hate There's giving up a second. There's so many in the middle of the round I love. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm right there with you. All right, you have been ejected from the cockpit. You're out of here! Boys and girls, we got 15 minutes. 15 minutes of the call-in show. Who we got? Welcome to the cockpit. Call from Crown Plaza featuring... Welcome to the cockpit. Hey. Hey, what's going on? What would your perfect first round look like? Hey, hey. So, yes, my perfect first round would be if KT is not available at four... Mm-hmm. I'll have uh, I'll have us trading down with uh, Seattle. Ooh. I feel like the Seattle Seahawks are uh, gonna move mm-hmm. for uh, 
Malik Willis or Pickett because they need a quarterback desperately. Drew Locke is not going to cut it, so I mm-hmm. think they'll give up that that uh, those two second-round picks, 40 and 41, mm-hmm. to trade down. And then the, get, the Jets will have the 9th and 10th, and the 40th and the 41st picks will still, you know, have two top 10 picks. And with the two top 10 picks, I'll definitely double dip with uh, with Edge because I know mm-hmm. for sure KT is not going to be there. Sure. Um, Hutchinson is not going to be there. Mm-hmm. So I'll go for probably Jermaine Johnson or Karloftis or Jermaine mm-hmm. Johnson and uh, Trayvon oh. Walker. I'll double dip with the Edge, definitely. Yeah, look, I don't hate that. I've heard a few people talking about that now. Now you're talking in the second round. You've got 35, 38, 40, and 41. So you got four picks in the top, nine picks in the second round. Yeah. That's after a day of people like kind of chewing over who's left. That would be exciting. I hadn't really totally. considered that. I was kind of thinking like, oh, yeah, we'll trade down our first to their first and get DK Metcalf. We'll throw him a second. But no, yeah, dude, I would rather have the two seconds and trade down. Than yeah, and you think about it, that Darnold trade, we had to give up three second-round picks. So I'm just trying to be nice with the two you sure. know, second picks from Seattle for 40 and 41. Probably can get something else on the third or fourth round, too. So mm-hmm. we just need to accumulate some more picks and you know, just get better as a team. Yeah. Yeah, dude, that would be awesome. So are there positions you'd want to target in the second round after going uh, you know, two edge rushers in the first? Two edge, you definitely got to uh, go with wide receiver um, because if you don't, the Jets fans will go crazy um, that we passed on them in the first, you know, at, at pick 10 probably. I don't like, uh, I don't think mm-hmm. uh, any of the wide receivers are worthy of a top 10 pick. Okay. And the Jets desperately need edge. Mm-hmm. So I feel like uh, the edge two and then uh, probably in the in the second round, I definitely desperately wanted J- the Jets to get a, a running back. Um, a premium, probably like Walker the third, mm-hmm. or Brees, or Brees Hall. Um, something early in the second round. One of the best running backs um, for that uh, 12 personnel. I think mm-hmm. it'll help the passing game. Mm-hmm. I think it's perfect for the passing game, the new tight ends that we got. And, you know, we can ease in the wide receiver that we'll get in the second round. Mm-hmm. So I'll say uh, wide receiver, running back, some more offense after the two double dipping of the edge. In the and then first. would you go like safety linebacker, or, or is there some other combination of picks you'd want to make with forty and forty-one? I'll, yeah, I'll definitely. We definitely need a, a linebacker. Mm-hmm. I'm not. Uh, I'm not uh, convinced with Sherwood and, uh, and Nasrul Dean. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, as we know, Mosley's getting up there in age. So somebody maybe like a. I'm not sure. There's so many good uh, picks at that at that uh, pick. Uh, players at that at those picks, mm-hmm. but I'll go. I'll definitely go. Probably linebacker, and like corner over safety. I I still think they're going to get like mm-hmm. a safety on uh, for free agency. Some some guy. I don't know, but it's going to be yeah. fascinating, brother. Thank you so much for the call. And we've been ejected. You're out of here from the cockpit, boys and girls. We got just ten minutes of the call-in show left. Talk to me. You get three minutes to plead your case. What would your perfect first round look like? Guys having a heated discussion in the chat. I love it. Call from... Jake. What's up, Jake? Welcome to the cockpit. Hey. What's up, Brian? How are you tonight? 
I am hanging in there. What would your perfect Good. first round look like? Well, I've got a perfect first three rounds if you're down for it. Let's hear it. Come on. All right. Well, I'm feeling greedy tonight. I'm mm-hmm. feeling greedy. Okay. Um, I, I want us to trade down at four, and I still kind of want sauce at ten. I'm feeling some sauce at ten. Uh, dude, I hope he's Just there. Just a little bit. So who yeah. are you trading down yeah, with if, at four? Um, either the Saints or the Steelers at 19 or 20. That's okay. what I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Okay. And so then, then uh, how I would you took attack a... those picks? Carl Loftus for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, or or DN. I don't care. Trayvon Walker falls. If Jermaine Johnson's there, whoever you want. Just we need to address DN. And I, I, you know, if Sauce isn't there at 10 and we go Stingley, I'm on board with that too. Okay. So. Love it. Okay. Yeah. And then um, second round, I think that like. We have – okay, so, like, going into the draft, we all thought we were going to take that tight end in the second round, but we, we signed Uzoma, and Uzoma was a bigger part of the Bengals' offense last year than people, like, give him recognition for. Like, I would bet Uzoma touchdown and Uzoma, like, yards money line, like, mm-hmm. like all day last year, and it would hit, like, all the time. So, I really we're going like to go with – yeah, yeah, absolutely. He's just not being talked about, and I don't know why because he's huge. But uh, I'm going George Pickens. And uh, Daniel Falali out of Minnesota. So I really liked him halfway through last year before we wind up bringing in Salah and LaFleur. I think he's a little too slow. I think that's the knock on him right now because we had him on our team for the Senior Bowl. So they got to see him up close. So it'll be interesting. So if they do take him, it's because they like the size. But I don't uh-huh. know if the speed's there to match up with the way like Fant and Becton kind of move. Um, yeah. But yeah, dude, the, the physical freak, and he's only been playing football for like two or three years. I know, I know, and I mean, we'd have the biggest O line in the league right off the mm-hmm. gate. That'd yeah. be insane. Just not even close. Oh, dude! Um, if you had Falele on one side or however you say his name, and you got Becton on the other side, those are like, you know, for lack Molly. of a better term, the twin towers blocking Zach Wilson. Absolutely. I just hope you can see over him. <laughs> That'd be oh, dude. Well, that's just it. He's what, like that. six foot three? <laughs> or they say he's six three? That's uh... a lot of jump passes coming next year if that happens. Yep, yep, I yep. Think. Exactly. That's a that's a beefy offensive line. Yeah. And then okay, in the third round, you said you didn't know this guy, but I absolutely love him. I watched a lot of Big Ten last year because I'm a mm-hmm. I'm a Nebraska fan. Yeah. So it's a guy Nick Nick Bonito out of Oklahoma. Okay, I'm gonna um, have to watch that this edge guy. rusher. I think now yeah. that Sims has said it, and now you've said it, I I just got to go back and sit and watch him. He's he's quick. He just make, he finds the ball. Like he finds the ball. Um, I have no idea how he's going third round in these mocks. Boom! You're out of here, Nick Bonita. Man, okay. So now your boy Ryan's got to do a little bit of research because I feel like I should really know who this is immediately. Want it? Want it? Smedley says, with our history of so many bad defensive players taken high in the draft, I'm shocked so many fans want defense at four. What's wrong with you people? McCagnan, Stockholm Syndrome. All right, so the reason is we traded away a lot of those picks. Like the only top defensive player that we still have on our roster is Quinton Williams. You got rid of Leonard Williams. You got rid of Jamal Adams. Both the right moves, don't get me wrong. But yeah, just because we've taken defense high for like, 15 years straight doesn't mean those players are still on our team to benefit us. 
And this is a defense-heavy draft. So I could definitely see defense early, early, early. Slugo says, thanks, Ryan. Fellas, good night. Catch some sleep, dude. Appreciate you hanging out with us. Where did our offense rank? We are far from a complete offense. Where would our offense rank if Zach Wilson takes a next step? Where would our offense rank if we didn't drop the ball and cause a ton of, of drive-stalling opportunities? I don't think our offense is as crazy far off as people think, but we do need a receiver. And adding the two tight ends, I think, was huge. George says, yeah, our offense will not touch the ball if our defense isn't addressed. That's kind of where I'm at with George. You have to get after the quarterback. Create some turnovers. That, that's where you get sauce. You try to generate turnovers with them. You try to generate turnovers with an edge rusher and Carl Lawson. Get more opportunities for your running back. Play con ball control. Best way to neutralize an offensive weapon on the other team is getting after the quarterback and keeping your offense on the field. And if you can achieve that with 4-10, and 10, Zach Wilson is going to be in a better spot. <laughs> William Johnson, you should do a speed run mock. You got two minutes to do a five-round mock draft. Ooh, are you saying me or are you saying, like, other people? Let's do, let's say a me. Let's do this. Let's go PFN. You know what? We'll, we'll throw this on. Let's see if I can... Uh... Ah, uh, you know what? I didn't set up my other panel, so you won't be able. Eh, let's see if I can show it. I don't know. I don't know if it'll work. Mock simulator. I can't pronounce things or spell things without talking them into existence as I'm going. Uh, all right, Pro Football Network. Let's see if I can share this screen. How does this work? All right. Where'd it go? Bam. All right, all right, all right, all right. So you guys can hear me. You can see this. Let's do a mock draft real quick. We'll do a fast one. Five rounds. No trades, going straight through. All right, so we lost Aiden Hutchinson, Thibodeau, and Malik Willis off the board. We're rejecting all trades. Jets at four. We've seen a lot of Trayvon Walker. Let's, let's go with Walker. I think the edge rusher is there. Ooh, and look who falls to number 10, our boy Sauce Gardner. Kevin says Jelani Woods. At 69 if he's there. Guy's a physical freak. All right, we're at the top of the second round. N'Kobe Dean, Lewis Seen, Traylon Burks, tail end of the first. Drake London, see, that's what I'm talking about, guys. Jameson Williams, 26. This run of picks is where you'll see the receivers start going, and that's why I would like to trade up. But we have our edge rusher. We have our corner. Now I'm going with a wide receiver. But Linderbaum is still there. So you know what? Offensive line, going some Linderbaum. 
Christian Watson went one pick ahead of us. That's a real kick in the balls. All right, let's look at wide receiver. Who we got? We got Jahan Doxson. Let's go George Pickens. We've been talking about him a lot. I would have gone Watson if he wound up falling there. It's a little upset. All right. So now we are in the third round. We don't have a safety. We don't have a linebacker. Uh, let's see what we got as far as linebackers go. Leo Chanel, Brandon Smith. Safety-wise, you got Petrie. Hmm. And then I'm just curious where the running backs are. Where do the running backs go? Why can't I click on this? All. There we go. Okay. Offense, running back. So James Cook is still there. Third round. Do I go with him now, though? I feel like you almost have to go with a linebacker or a safety. Uh, let's go Brandon Smith. Why not? Speed run. Oh, man, that's so far. So far. Screw the Patriots. Oh, no! <laughs> I clicked too far. Okay. Oh, well, that was fun for the uh, little bit of time that I did that. I hit the refresh button. Damn it! That would be how that goes. All right, boys and girls, I'm going to take the phone number off the screen. I am exhausted. I get to go back to working on this bathroom. It's 10 o'clock at night. Oh, exhausted. Got work tomorrow. It's been a lot of fun talking trade downs with you guys, talking mock draft with you guys. Lots of good stuff here. I'll be live tomorrow. With our talking Jets panel, myself, O'Leary, and Greenbean, we got a whole lot to talk about. So make sure you hang out with us. But guys, it's been a lot of fun hanging out with you tonight. My name's Ryan. This is Jets Talk signing off. J-E-T-S!